Well, Garrett, welcome to uh, Puberty. Um, well, hello. <laughs> Sorry, these headphones stink. They couldn't stay in. Did I miss something? Uh, no, this is the way you sound. That's what she said. Oh, my God. Oh, whoa, whoa. Really? <laughs> Such great stuff. Three th- hey, by the way, morning ritual, Garrett Lewis on Trump Day. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, I am suffering from a cold slash cough. Stop laughing at me. Sorry. I'm hoping my voice makes it throughout the show. <clears throat> I may need your help, but I also may refuse it. I don't know. I don't know. I keep trying to, to help you by telling you what to drink, and you never do it. Because you're trying to get me drunk. Well, it, it works. Three. You ever see me sick except when I'm lying. It's true. Alcohol kills all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sacrifice your liver and some brain cells, but you'll never have a cold. It's a good trade-off. At this point, I'm in. You see? Anyway, anyway, you have no idea what the night I had was, and I'll tell you about it. So you feel bad. Three things I think you need to know. <laughs> What's your problem? That's funny. Uh, number one. Sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, number one. And this is, uh, this is some incredible stuff. Big primary night for Trump candidates. That's right. The candidates that love Trump, there were some primaries last night. They won. One guy that didn't like Trump, Republican nut job Mark Sanford, former governor of California. Remember that guy? We'll get to that. He lost his primary to a Trumpian candidate, which is, again, why Martha McSilent tried to hit her wagon onto, uh, onto Trump. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Border Patrol agent, you heard in the news, we talked about it at the end of the show yesterday, uh, shot down uh, in Aravaca. He's, uh, he's okay. He's in the hospital right now. Apparently, he doesn't remember much, which is weird. Somehow, he was shot, and he, and he made a tourniquet, and they arrested some people, but this is still all fishy. They even canceled a press conference yesterday, the Border Patrol did, about what may have happened. So, they're still looking at that. We're going to have Kelly Ward on at 740 to talk about that, because she actually toured the ranch where this guy was shot. Um, third thing, I think you need to know, Paul Ryan uh, announced two votes next week on, let's call it illegal immigration. Legal, illegal. Um, <clears throat> one is going to be the business, uh, Chamber of Commerce pro-business cheap labor for whatever they want, which is amnesty. And the second is the Bob Goodlatte, Mike McCall bill that the Republican leadership doesn't want. They won't even whip up support to find out who's backing it or not. Uh, so just, it's going to be an epic failure and it's all it's going to do is make people not want to go out and vote for Republicans, which is maybe the point of this. It may be the point. Three things I think you need to know. It's going to happen next week. Of course, tomorrow, by the way, uh, we're supposed to get the IG report. That's right. About, uh, the FBI DOJ handling of Hillary Clinton's email. Uh, anyway, we'll get to all that stuff. Do you remember what, can you play the De Niro clip from a couple days ago? Cause there's some epic stuff that took place. This is just, this is so good. Uh, De Niro on the Tonys, right? He, um, <clears throat> he decided to go after Trump. Listen to what he said Sunday night. If you missed it, here we go. I'm going to say one thing. F- Trump. It's no longer down with Trump. It's f- Trump. So that happened. And then De Niro apologized to Canada because of Donald Trump. Oh, yes. Oh, he's 76. He got it. He was up in Toronto for something. This is, uh, I think, Monday or Tuesday. 
Anyway, listen to what De Niro said. And I just want to make a note of apology for the idiotic behavior of my president. Uh, wow. It's a disgrace. And I apologize to um, Justin Trudeau, to the other people at the, uh, the G7. It's disgusting. Great to be here. Wow. Why didn't he follow it up with, I mean, he's not that bright. Followed up with, I'm so glad you guys are ripping us off on trade. It's so awesome that you guys are doing that. Please continue to rip off my dairy farmers. Please continue to rip off American taxpayers. That'd be awesome. Good to be here. Hey, uh, Bob, if you like it so much, move to Canada. So, you know, I'm still waiting for all those celebrities who threatened to move if Trump got elected to go. Go. Bye. Still waiting. Bye. 710 this morning. We'll continue the Canada theme because Canada is actually asking, well, they're doing things that are going to make you laugh. Nobody's talking about it. They're talking about the whole Trudeau thing. Uh, but just, anyway, just Trump responds. He tweet, Did he already tweet it out? No. I, it was on the prep, and I, yep. I wanted it to be a surprise. Uh Early this morning, four hours ago, <clears throat> Trump must have grabbed his phone, tweets out, Robert De Niro, a very low IQ individual, has received too many shots to the head by real boxers in movies. He was Jake LaMotta, remember? Yes, I remember. I watched him last night and truly believe he may be punch drunk. I guess he doesn't realize the economy is the best it's ever been with employment being at an all-time high and many companies pouring back into our country. Wake up, punchy. (laughs) You know, some people were so glad that Trump didn't respond. It was Sunday night. Trump was a bit busy trying to deal with the G7 in North Korea, right? That, that's what he was. Now, do you think that's a good response? Is that good for Trump? He stands up for himself. He fights back. Or should, if he, should he have been above the fray? No. That was I, my answer. I think a lot of Trump supporters agree with you. I mean, if somebody rags on you, the normal reaction is to fight back, right? Most times. Sometimes. I mean, people say stuff about me. And unless I could, you know, capitalize on it, I really don't care. Here's the thing. If they're really, if nobody knows who they are, I don't care. De Niro's a popular guy. I don't know how many dozens of people watch the Tony Awards. But, and sorry, I have a holes in my mouth. I have to do it. You have to bear with me. Uh, sidebar. Uh, remember the movie, what was it, Stand, was it Stand By Me when he had the, the puke-a-thon? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't De Niro, but it was no, uh, but different. It was, yeah, remember, remember yeah, the kid, yeah. the thing. Vom- Will Wheaton thought of that. Yeah, the vomitorium. Is that what it, it was? What was it called though? It was anyway, it was like a puke. Whatever it was, the kid ate the. You know, he got he got revenge. He ate pies. He threw up. Everybody started throwing up. Yep, the fat kid. He got revenge on everybody. Right. So anyway, uh, my ten month old apparently he's he's congested. He cut four teeth. Got them all like yesterday. Just the last few days, he's he's been in rough shape. And you start, you get a cold and that happens. Your nose runs, you build up phlegm. He would get so built, worked up with coughing, he'd throw up. Well, apparently he threw up yesterday morning early. My wife, my wife calls me during the show. 
Um, oh, Barfarama, that's what it was. <laughs> Very cool. So my 10-month-old throws up, and then my 5-year-old sees it, and that makes him throw up. <laughs> and we thought, well, I asked my wife, is he sick? And he says he's fine. I think he threw up, she said, because he saw his brother throw up. So that happened. Nothing better than last night at 1030, I hear screaming. My five-year-old throws up in his bed. Got to wash the sheets, get him cleaned up. Now he's sleeping in our bed. Um, 345 this morning. Ah, throws up in our bed. You kidding me? Get him out, wash the sheets. The good thing is his sheets are now dry. They're clean. They're good to make his bed, put him in it. Fourth this morning. Dad, I just threw up. Leans over his bed. Throws up. I had to clean that up as well. My whole family is a mess. We are a living mess. If you want to know why I'm a germaphobe, this is why. If I could be in a bubble and not touch my kids, I would love that right now. I'd like to be the bubble boy. So we have Barfarama going on at our house. <laughs> I don't know. I do not feel nauseous. I just I had a cold. I, I think I have a sinus. Who knows what? It's a good thing you can't smell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then on top of that, as as I'm as I clean up the last bit at four thirty, Jack the cat in the kitchen. <laughs> Thank God it was on the top. He threw up. I had to clean that up. It's powered water everywhere. I'm sorry, powered water from zero res everywhere to to get rid of it. I had to do it. So that was my night. This is why my throat hurts. This is why I'm trying to battle it out for you. So please be patient with me this morning. I know. I'm sorry. Listen, if it's if the show is not to your liking, call Ryan at 880-KNST, 880-5678. Give him your address, and we'll refund your money for the show. Yes. Okay? Please do it. Uh, Ryan doesn't send money to even his family. So there you have it. All right, we'll continue. 622. <laughs> uh, that's the latest on De Niro. Punchy. Wake up, Punchy. The President of the United States called him Punchy. It's so freaking good. I love it. I love it. Uh, we have so much to talk about. Uh, at 640, we'll get to this story apparently about Ann Kirkpatrick running for Congress and CD2 here in Tucson. She doesn't live here. Lawyers are going after her. This is awesome. I'll tell you about that. Uh, plus, I got a press release on that. Uh, however, they're coming up in uh, in five minutes. Um, and we'll get back to the, the Hollywood with De Niro. They're trying to help the Democrats with messaging. They're admitting it, which is hilarious to me. Uh, however, coming up in five minutes, another guy that took some shots, another epic tweet by Trump at a never Trump or Republican that lost in his primary last night. This is awesome. It is so good. Wait till you hear it. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Do it. What's up? It's true. It by is. The way. Six twenty nine. <laughs> You I'll know our job. <laughs> anyway, Too busy having fun. I got I you some hot water and, and tea bags, you, so you can tea, put some tea bags in the hot water <clears throat> and drink it. Now it's weird. Seventy six out, hundred seven for the high today. Can't wait for the weekend. Scattered thunderstorms. Fifty percent chance Friday. Eighty six for high. Eighty seven Saturday. Seventy percent, and it tapers off to twenty percent on Sunday for for Dad's day. Uh, but we could use the rain, can't we? Um, people are telling me to uh, get chloroseptic oh my God, and vodka. Song. That's what oh, I'm being told. That's good. That's good. That's good. That, I'm going to write that down. Uh, 
Chloroseptic and vodka. And vodka is what I'm being told. I don't know what the difference is, but I like it. I, there you go. Really quick, uh, Mark's, you remember Mark Sanford? Yes. He was the governor of South Carolina, and he yeah. went, like, missing. And he said that he was, like, hiking somewhere. And it turns out he was having an affair with an Argentinian woman. You're, do you remember that? I do. And this, I mean, these politicians are just slime balls. He, he, so he steps down. This is, like, in 2009, 2010, that area. So he steps down, and then a couple years ago, says, I'm going to get back into politics. I'm going to run for Congress. And the people elect him. They elect the... Uh, this guy, which, listen, Trump's not an angel. I get it. But this guy's a nut, right? And he hated Trump. He hated, he did not like Trump at all. Um, as a matter of fact, after after the nutty Bernie guy, Bernie support and gun uh, uh, shooter, shot Steve Scalise, remember the whole baseball shooting? Sanford said, I'd, I would argue that the president has unleashed, it's partially, again, not in any way totally, but partially to blame for demons that have been unleashed, trying to blame President Trump for Scalise and others being shot. The police officers, you name it. Uh, Sanford, before Trump took office, said Trump should shut up and quit. Uh, all this other stuff. So again, he resigned as governor in 2009. He said he went uh, hiking on the Appalachian Trail for six days. And again, he went to Argentina to meet a woman that he was bopping on the side. So he came back in 2013. He's been a congressman ever since. Um, he lost yesterday in his primary to a Trumpian supporter who said, this is Donald Trump's party. Before the voting last night, Trump fires off a tweet. Mark Sanford has been very unhelpful to me in my, camp, in, my, in my campaign to MAGA. He is MIA and nothing but trouble. He's better off in Argentina. <laughs> so good. I fully endorse Katie Arrington for Congress uh, in South Carolina, state I love, blah, blah, blah. He's president said this dude's better off in Argentina. Where I mean, that's just hilarious. I love it. I absolutely love it. You... It doesn't get any better than that. Not at all. Uh, speaking of traveling, uh, if you are a traveler, you like going on vacation, uh, not just sitting on a beach, but you like doing stuff. You like going uh, and experiencing that wherever you go to, whether it's another country, another state, you want to get the most out of it. You're a traveler. Travel Host USA is for you. Travelhostusa.com is their website. They're a travel agency on the east side of Tucson. And they do things different. You travel with an expert host. They create the itinerary. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, there's a couple of trips coming up in two months. A 10-day adventure in Ireland. It's booking up. There's only a little bit, a few spaces left. Get on it as soon as you can. Go to TravelHostUSA.com for all the info. See the 10-day itinerary. You'll be traveling with an actual Irishman. James Mueller has been around his country a million times. He has mapped out so many cool places to go, places to see. Uh, you're never going to get a better trip to Ireland ever. There's also another trip coming up in August to escape the heat. A week-long Caribbean sailing ship. You're going to go to a different island every day. You'll be traveling. The host is the owner of the company, Paul. You'll be traveling because he's been to all these different islands, and he has set up different things to do on those islands every single day so you can experience the food, the culture, you name it, the sights. It is so cool. So if you want to really enjoy your vacation, you want to travel, you want to, you want to learn, you want to explore, they do all the work, they set up everything, you just go have a good time. Find out more because these trips... Or in August, 
Find out more. See the itinerary. Book it. Go to TravelHostUSA.com. More thrills than navigating through a minefield of potholes on a Tucson street. Or at least you'll be just as pissed as hitting every pothole on a Tucson street. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. You really did do that, didn't you? Was that wrong? No, not at all, but I'm I'm slightly impressed. Garrett just grabbed the, the, uh, the honey bear bottle and squeezed a ton of it into shots, shots, shots of honey. You're supposed to put it in the tea that I brought you, the hot water and the bags. And you mix, get the tea bags and you put it in the water. You know how that works, right? What are you trying to do to me? 641. Serve me some hot tea. Oh, is that what it is? From the tea bags. My mother sends me a text because our whole family is sick. Oh, my gosh. And she blames me really quick. You are all sick because you are such a germaphobe. No one has any, no one has any <laughs> antibodies to kill off those bad germs. <laughs> This is all her fault because she tried to kill me as a child and one time left me on the New Jersey Turnpike. Middle of the winter, snow, 10 miles between exits. You know, she was making you tough, and apparently it didn't work. She should have left you out there longer. Is that what it is? Well, your immune system didn't get any benefit from You might have to host this show pretty soon. Uh, Let me tell you something. People don't want to listen to me talk because it's going to be all UFOs, Bigfoot, Chupacabra. You'd have to change it up for today, man. Tin hats. I got to put another halls in my mouth. <laughs> I have just. There's a limit on those things too. Don't OD on the halls. Why? What can What can happen? Turn red like okay, cherry, get cherry cool. flavored. That's all right. I don't know. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, <clears throat> just bear with me, please. I'm trying my best. Uh, if you would like to fill in, please, because there's not many people who can. Uh, number one uh, is that uh, the border patrol agent that was shot. In Aravaca, it's really weird and really shady. Nobody really knows what happened. He apparently can't really remember. He gets shot, makes his own tourniquet, ends up in the hospital. Uh, Border Patrol canceled their press conference yesterday to to give any details of what happened. So we'll see what happens. Kelly Worth is going to join us in in an hour uh, because she has toured the ranch where this guy was shot. Second thing that I think you need to know, big day for Trump candidates in the primaries. A lot of mega candidates, Trump candidates, won their primaries. Uh, some never-Trumpers lost. That's a very, very, very good thing. Um, third thing, I think you need to know, Paul Ryan announced two votes for immigration next week. One's going to be a big-time cheap labor, big business amnesty bill. The other one's going to be a watered-down version, it seems, of the Goodlatte bill. Uh, I don't think any of those are going to pass. It's not like Trump's going to sign any into law anyway. Uh, is this big business trying to weaken Trump? By motivating Republicans to not go vote, we'll see. Three things I think you need to know. Don't let that stop you. Don't let them stop you. If you get mad, by the way, because you're like, well, I just don't get it. I don't like it. This is bad. This is terrible. Um, what are these guys thinking? Nobody wants amnesty but big big, big, uh, big business with their cheap labor. I get it. I get it. Uh, but they want you to not vote. So don't don't give in. Just vote the candidates that are going to help the president do what you want to be done. That's all you need to do. Now, speaking of voting, this is hilarious. Democrats locally eating their own. Uh, You know Crazy Ann Kirkpatrick? Yeah. Crazy Ann Kirkpatrick, she ran against McCain in 2016. She was a congressperson. Um, I don't know why she just doesn't go away. She was voted out of CD1 a long time ago. She's trying to do this now. She won it back. Whatever, right? 
So Crazy Ann Kirkpatrick is now being accused by other Democrats of not living in CD2, which, by the way, she doesn't have to. But there's lawyers involved, and then they're accusing her of lying, not being truthful. Uh, That's what it comes down to. There's a story in the local paper about that, um, that apparently they've been watching her, and they see her leave her home in Phoenix with a suitcase. So they're saying that's one of the reasons why she, it's true. Okay, but I just find it creepy that she's being spied upon. Uh, It's politics, man. Just saying. You really find that to be creepy? Yeah. It's like somebody watching you leave your house every day. It's like a private investigator. If somebody needs to find out what's going on, they find out. I mean, okay, it's creepy. Okay. It's creepy. I'll get you. Apparently, she lives, I, I guess, near her husband's law firm or something like that up in Scottsdale. Anyway. So a legal challenge was filed Monday. Uh, local Democrats say that she is an opportunist. That's it. She does not live here. 13-page filing. They want to kick her off the ballot. They said she lied on her nominating petitions by listing two Tucson addresses because she doesn't live here. Uh, the claim offers a detailed narrative backed with a paper trail showing Kirkpatrick and her husband live in Phoenix where near their law offices where her husband works. By the way, I love the fact that she's Ann Kirkpatrick and he's Roger Curley. She couldn't even take the name. She was one of those. I mean, but who wants to be Ann Curley? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should take in her name. (laughs) So anyway, Craig Morgan's the attorney representing three Tucson voters. He said it's overwhelming, the the, the evidence against her. It's not, it's about her being honest and she's not being honest. Again, she's not, she doesn't have to live in the district. Uh, There's no federal law requiring that. However, He said statutes do require on certain forms, on your nomination, paperwork, and petitions to list your actual address, people need to know where you live. Now, Ann Kirkpatrick's people are firing back saying this is all paid for by Democratic candidate Matt Hines, who came on this show and proved to know literally nothing about sanctuary cities, illegal immigration, and he actually thinks, oh, he's a doctor, he's an emergency room doctor, he thinks Obamacare is great. And I know doctors that he calls and asks for them because these doctors tell me, Matt's bothering me again. He's calling us, trying to pump me for money. I'm like, get out of here, man. So I love this. Uh, Ann Kirkpatrick's spokesperson said, nobody's surprised by another false attack by Matt Hines, who hasn't won a campaign in years. You ready for this? Due to his negative GOP style politics. They got to bring the Republicans into it somehow. GOP? GOP. Okay. So there's that. Um, now, Matt Hines' campaign manager said the fact that Ann lives in Phoenix, comes to Southern Arizona for special occasions, isn't the issue. She lied about it. She swore in official documents that her lies are the truth. You ready for this? <clears throat> she has two addresses. Uh, one's a house. One's an apartment on North Shannon Road. Uh, apparently she got a tax credit reserved for owner-occupied dwellings for her home in Flagstaff, where she really lived. Uh, Curly, her husband, got the same tax credit for their Phoenix home, saying that's his primary residence. So this is a lib that probably wants to raise taxes, but she and her husband 
are gaming the system. They have two homes, one in Flagstaff, one in Phoenix. She claims she lives full-time in, in, in Flagstaff, wants the tax credit. He claims he lives in Phoenix, wants the tax credit. So they're both getting it. Also says here, eyewitness reports claim, in the claim reveal, Kirkpatrick has been observed using a suitcase when she leaves her Phoenix home. So weird. It's uh, suggesting she keeps her clothes and other personal items, not at the homes in Tucson. Um, also, the lawyer that is, that is going after Kirkpatrick said that Kirkpatrick publicly said she moved to Tucson to be closer to her grandkids. But he said one of her children lives in Phoenix and the other in Flagstaff. So where are the grandkids? But it says the latter seems to be a relatively recent development. Her daughter, a neurosurgeon, had been living in Tucson. Apparently on uh, Facebook, she'd post things claiming to be in Tucson when she was really in Phoenix. So it just goes on and on. at least this is being reported on. Normally, this would be ignored, right? You know, it's only a mess if the Republicans do it. Right. Like McSally's created a mess. But this also is a mess. So the Democrats, I mean, they are, Matt Hines thinks he deserves it. He's trying to, he can't win it by saying he's a better candidate. He's got to just boot her off the ballot, which, whatever, right? Whatever it takes. So uh, that's lovely. Uh, by the way, I have a follow-up. I told you about the Trump Mark Sanford tweet. After Mark Sanford lost, Trump tweeted again. Epic Trump stuff. I just he he should stay in Argentina. He'd be better off in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear what the Trumpster tweeted after Mark Sanford lost. We'll get to that coming up in about four. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. And Sanford was so bad, I had to give it a shot. Congrats to Katie Arrington. That's. I love it. I love it. Um, And Trump tweeted out just a few minutes ago. So funny to watch the fake news, especially NBC and CNN. They're fighting hard to downplay the deal with North Korea. 500 days ago, they would have begged for this deal. Looked like war would break out. Our country's biggest enemy is the fake news. So easily promulgated by fools. Uh, He's taking shots, man. Listen, because I can play sound bites. Um, it's there. I mean, this morning on the end of the world with morning Joe and Mika's face, um, they're saying that, uh, Trump's North Korea summit, his tweets on that are almost caveman like, um, apparently they're also saying that, uh, and, and this, this is fantastic. The Republicans are afraid to do anything to Trump. Their subservience will lead to a massive Democratic wave this fall. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. <clears throat> this, is, uh, this is crazy. Uh, James Clapper, the liar, said on CNN, the video, now, I didn't see it. You did, Ryan. I didn't have a chance to watch it. The video that uh, Trump made, it was a sales pitch to Kim Jong-un. Get rid of your nukes. The destiny video, yeah. And this could be, this could be you. This could be North Korea. This could be the real estate that you want. He told Hannity last night, they, have, they could have great real estate. It's ripe for real estate, which I think is hilarious, but it's true. Uh, James Clapper said, it's a, bit, uh, it's a bit weird, right? It's a bit weird. Um, I, that, that's what's weird? I don't think it's weird at all. Um, 
I want you to hear a little bit of Trump. Bring me up over there if you don't mind. I think we have time for this real quick. Uh, last night with Hannity, here we go. Well, what he wants is security, and I understand that, and he'll get that. And he wants to see if they can make that incredible location, because it's incredible. It's between China and South Korea. Think of it. I'm in the real estate business. Think of that. You have <laughs> prosperous South Korea. Trump Tower, maybe no, the but first thing. How, how good a location is that? You have China, yeah. and you have South Korea, and he's got right in the middle of both of them, yeah. surrounded by water, okay? Those are, that's called, like... Can there be anything better than that? And it's also beautiful land. It's incredible land. So I think he wants, I think he understands that. I told him about that today, and I, I think he really understands it. And there you go. And I, like I said yesterday, the media went after him for attacking Kim Jong-un, a dictator. And then when he's trying to get the deal, I mean, it's so obvious. He's not going to get any deal if he attacks the guy again. So he's trying to play nice to look out for the rest of the world. And what do they do? They go after Trump. How can you say these things? It's terrible. Even the George W. Bush Library went after him on Twitter. Right. Ridiculous. I want more on this later. Ten minutes, though. Ten minutes from now. Canada. Guess what Canada is trying to do to stop illegal immigration. This is classic. It's coming up. Oh, hello. You're here. I appreciate that. Uh, It is your morning ritual. With a uh, a sick Garrett Lewis, my it, you know what, my cold. I don't think I'm. I don't sound stuffed up, do I, Ryan? No, you don't. It's just my throat. Like I'm hoping it lasts. And if it doesn't last, Ryan will be your host. No, pray. No? That's all I can say. Just pray well, his voice lasts. You don't want me talking about. Come on, dogmen. Come on, and black-eyed <laughs> kids. Who? Exactly. Black Eyed Peas. Them too. More, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most news. stimulating talk. <laughs> Maybe. Three things I think you need to know. The Border Patrol agent uh, that was shot down in Aravaca on a ranch, the Children Ranch. Nobody really knows how it happened or what happened. He doesn't really remember himself, which is, uh, which is a bit much. But... Um, He's going to be okay, it looks like. Um, nobody knows who did it. The Border Patrol canceled a press conference where they're going to give, it, give out information. But we're going to have Kelly Ward on in a half hour uh, to talk about it because she was touring the same ranch where this, this Border Patrol agent was shot. By the way, nothing from, uh, that I've seen from Jeff Flake or John McCain about the Border Patrol agents. You notice that? Nothing. Uh, Jeff Flake wished for a speedy recovery for Larry Kudlow, which is nice. Uh, and then he'd go hang out with the communists in Cuba. You Border Patrol agents, sad to hell with you. Yep, that's right. To hell with them. Well, that's radio hosts. Nothing from Johnny McCain either. Second thing that I think you need to know, it was a really big night for uh, Trumpian candidates. And there was primaries yesterday, if you didn't know. Nevada, South Carolina, um, there were several all over the country, and a lot of the Trumpian candidates won, and some never-Trumpers lost, which is great, which is great. So I'm telling you, it is sweeping. It is absolutely sweeping. Third thing I think you need to know, <clears throat> Paul Ryan is scheduled amnesty votes uh, next week. Uh, next week, the uh, big business wing of the Republican Party uh, one over Paul Ryan. They're going to vote next week on 
Yeah, basically an amnesty bill, not much of a border security, and then the Goodlatte bill too. Uh, but that will probably fail also. Uh, I wouldn't be worried. Trump won't sign anything. And don't let this discourage you from voting. That's what the big business people want to happen. Three things I think you need to know. <clears throat> now, uh, when it comes, and again, I apologize for my voice. I might have to take little breaks to, to sip on some hot water with honey. Hang on. And, and stick a holes in my mouth. You're saying, I, can bad things happen if I take too many holes? I, I think there's a, uh, a warning about eating too many of them. All right. Oh. Yeah, only like what? Four within a, within a day or so? and you're Dissolve like, one drop, <laughs> drop slowly in mouth, repeat every two hours as needed. Oh. <clears throat> Maybe not. No, I'm supposed to only do one every two hours? <laughs> you're way over your limit, man. Well, then. <laughs> I have to go get some orange juice or something. <clears throat> um, all right. It, you know, it's vitamin C. Uh, you know, orange juice for your throat, though, it's going to just make it worse. How it'll do you know? All, it'll make you all phlegmy. I'll take anything at this point. Um, and Ryan's laughing. I have the big bear full of honey. The raw and filtered honey. And I literally am like holding it up. Ryan, do the, do the play-by-play. And he leans back, squeezes the bottle, and he takes a shot. Yep. Of the honey. Can I ask him that? No. You don't want to eat that. Can I take a picture of you doing no, it? No, you can't do that. Come on. No. Get out of here. So Canada. Put on your Facebook. J- thank you. Justin Trudeau. Uh, everybody's flipping out again. Robert De Niro apologized to Canada on behalf of us. You may play the De Niro apology because Canada apparently, uh, remember Trudeau was very welcoming. He was very welcoming uh, for illegal immigrants. We welcome you. Apparently not so much, but hang on. De Niro apologizes to Canada a couple of days ago. Here we go. And I just want to make a note of apology for the idiotic behavior of my president. Uh, <laughs> Disgrace, and I apologize to um, Justin Trudeau to the other people at the, uh, the G7. It's disgusting. Great to be here. That's the new line, by the way. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. disgusting. He didn't drop any f bombs there. Why not? <clears throat> anyway, uh, so Canada, the, the you know Justin Trudeau, very. I'm not going to be pushed around by Trump. Until he leaves, and then I'll push back on him. And yeah, there you go. So uh, Canada has a has an illegal immigration problem. We've talked about it on the show, but they're going a step further now. Do you know what the Canadian government's doing? Sending government representatives to Florida, trying to tell illegal aliens, "Don't come to Canada. Don't come here." Don't come here. It's terrible. Don't do it. Don't come to America. Uh, Randy Boissonneau, liberal member of parliament, special advisor to Trudeau, went to South Florida to try to educate would-be immigrants about the limitations of the Canadian immigration system. That's not very welcoming. They're trying to stop the illegal immigrants, the undocumented ones. It says right here, this is hilarious, USA Today. As Trump travels north to Canada to attend the G7, Canadian officials have been heading south to try to stem stem a wave of undocumented immigrants headed their way. That's it. It says it's now become an increasingly regular mission. Canadian representatives go to America warning immigrants 
about Trump. They're afraid of Trump. Hey, just because you're scared of Trump, don't go north. You're not going to get safe haven in Canada. They're not very, it's not very welcoming. It's not very nice. I thought we were the mean ones, right? This is awesome. Remember when Justin Trudeau and, and, and these Canadians tried to tell us that our immigration laws, what Trump wants to do is cruel, it's nasty, it's not good? Wow. Fantastic. And we can play the sound bites too. We played some Canadian, uh, I think it was some immigration minister, where the media there was asking him, how are you going to, you want to bring all these people into Quebec? How are you going to pay for it? And he had no answer. No answer. So here's, here's, really, here's a really good thing, okay? I think we'll get, we, we, it, it's okay. We, play, we played him in the past. Um, the Canadians originally set up trailers and tents. Migrants could be processed. They, we're so nice. We're going to do all this stuff. You come here. You go from upstate New York to Quebec. We have tents, trailers. We're the good ones. We're the nice ones. All this stuff, right? They don't tell you only 8% of the applications from those people to Canada were actually approved. The rest, Canada went to the tents, to the trailer, said, get on this bus, take you to the airport. We're going to fly back to Haiti. 5,500 Haitians crossed the border last August from upstate New York to Quebec. Over 5,000 have been deported. Huh. Why aren't other leaders calling on Quebec and Canada for being so mean? They literally send politicians to America to tell would-be illegals, don't come here. Maybe. Maybe. Race war. Maybe. I, I don't I don't know. I just find it to be humorous. And the media doesn't really talk about it. <clears throat> right? They don't do that. It'd be cool if Trump sent out a tweet calling out trust Justin Trudeau. Or actually maybe would it be funny if he complimented Trudeau on his hardcore immigration stance? Canada, um, yeah. great, great, uh, great immigration laws, tougher than ours. Exactly. Sad. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How about this one? How about this one? Ready? Hey, Justin, if you want to build the wall on your southern border, we'd have no problem with that. I think it'd be great. How's about this instead? Hey, Justin, we did the hard work and picked the best wall. We'll let you use it. <laughs> Just buy American. My American thing. No tariffs. That's awesome. Uh, And here's an example of the crazy. I saw uh, a picture. Italy. Italy just uh, has a new boss. Italy Italy has a new uh, prime minister. He's very Trumpian. Against illegal immigration. Doesn't want the migrants, the refugees. They can't handle it. Italy's broke. Right? There was a a big ship. You want to call it a vessel? He called it a vessel. Excuse me. Right? He called a vessel if you want. And on that vessel, I believe were over 600 refugees, I believe from Africa, somewhere in Africa. And Italy said, turn around. We don't want it. 
We don't want it. Uh, we can't take it. Go somewhere else. So Italy said, we can't. We don't want you here. Don't they have the right to do that? Right? They turned away the ship Aquarius. Um, they were doing search and rescue missions in North Africa water since 2015. They showed up 600 plus, uh, 600 plus uh, refugees, migrants, whatever you want to say. And Italy said no. You know who got mad about that? Macron. French President Emmanuel Macron <clears throat> said it was sickening that Italy wouldn't take in these people. Yep. Scolded Italy for cynicism and irresponsibility for dealing with migrants. Scolded. The French dude scolded you. Frenchy. Are you kidding me? Um, now it says right here, Italy's interior minister, Matteo Salvini. That's what he is now. He accused this, this ship. It, it's operated by the French-German NGO is what the company's called. So these NGO vessels, like the Aquarius, they're basically an illegal shuttle service for African migrants to Italy. They'd show up and drop them off. They said, we don't want that. Apparently, this, this company also accepted money from George Soros. George Soros wants to increase migration, cause chaos. So that's what's happening. Uh, and, and the French are very, very upset. Very upset. Yep, I know. Imagine that, right? Of course, uh, Emmanuel Macron didn't mention at all his own country's decision to close its southern borders with Italy to migrants. So only Italy could deal with 640,000 migrants that have gone to Italy since 2013. Uh, the Italian Prime Minister, Giuseppe Conte, called out Macron as a hypocrite. He said Italy would not accept lessons from the French. This is what's going on. This is the new world. Right? <clears throat> this is this is exactly what we want going on here. All right, 740, Kelly Ward's going to be in here. Uh, Kelly Ward, is, is she's going to be in here, and she's going to talk about that Border Patrol agent and um, and the these two votes that Paul Ryan is calling for now. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bit ridiculous. I have some college stories I want to do as well. Uh, some, some college stories. Um, apparently, a professor... It is pushing hate involving feminists. You have to hear this one. And you can comment too. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. We should. I never thought that... Um, should have Facebook Live that. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it, to be honest with you. It's getting worse, Ryan. I never thought that I might be more difficult to understand than Mr. Ron if he comes in at 910 this morning. Can we get Rush to fill in? Yeah. <clears throat> maybe. 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 All right, let's uh let's continue. Can you imagine? 107 for the high today. Morning, everybody. Rush in for Garrett Lewis. <clears throat> Thanks. Uh I got a, uh, really quick, before I get to the college story, a friend of mine sent me a text about, the, like, she's, she's steamed. She writes, serious question, why don't those countries, why don't they yell at the countries, like Italy, why don't they yell at the countries the immigrants are coming from, or running from? And I, and I said, you know, it's very interesting. 
This is why Trump, whether or not he said asshole or not, said, why are we taking in people from third world countries where they can't pay for themselves, but we have to do it? We're the ones that have to sit back and cover the cost. It's not making our country better. And even if he said, why are we taking them from the asshole countries? Because he's like he said about Mexico. They're not sending their best up here. They're not sending up doctors, scientists. They're not doing that. What are they doing? They're sending up people that they don't want to pay for. And that's what these countries in Africa are doing. They're not letting the good ones go. So these, why won't these countries yell at them? I think they think it'll be a waste of time. They'll end up with a voice like me right now. So anyway, we have that. But it's very good, and that's why Trump was right. And feelings, nobody cares about feelings anymore. Nobody cares at all. All right, so um, I like this story. Get to your calls in just a second. 880-KNSD, 880-5678. But real quick, a college story. And I have a few of these on here. Um, A college story. Apparently, hatred is being pushed. I know that might shock you, right? Hatred being pushed on a college campus. This is, this is new to me, though. Northeastern University, and this might shock you as well, it's coming from the director of the Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies Program at Northeastern University. Susanna Danuta Walters did an op-ed in the Washington Post. And she demanded men step away Because we feminists, we have every right to hate you. I don't even know what that means. But again, Director of Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies. Right? That's where the hate comes from. She's a professor of sociology there, also at at Northeastern University. And she said, why can't we hate men? That was the the op-ed in the Washington Post. In this moment here in the land of legislatively legitimated, whatever, toxic masculinity, is it really so illogical to hate men? Really? She cited Eric Schneiderman, Democrat. Harvey Weinstein, Democrat. All this stuff. Seen in this indisputably, uh, indisputably true context, it seems logical to hate men. She scoffed at feminists who insist they don't hate men. She said, we should. We should hate men. And it's okay for women, especially feminists, to hate men. That is what this woman said. She wrote this. This is acceptable. She objected to women like Michelle Obama that said, Michelle Obama said, not all men are the problems. But this woman says, no. She wrote, maybe it's time for all of us to go Thelma and Louise and Foxy Brown on their collective butts. If you are really with us and would like us to not hate you for all the millennia of what you have produced and benefited from, you should do a certain things. Lean out so we can actually stand up without being beaten down. This is what this woman says. Pledge to vote for feminist women only. Don't run for office. Don't be in charge of anything. Step away from power. We got this. So a sexist man-hating article gets published. Um, What was the reaction? Northeastern University put out a statement saying they support a safe and inclusive learning and working environment, which hate has no place. 
She can write what she wants, though. The opinions of the individual professor do not reflect the views of the university or leadership. But, of course, she keeps her job, and it is what it is. There you have it. We'll continue. I just thought that was hilarious. Um, you literally have man-hating professors, and they're not afraid to say, what if it was a guy saying women belong in the kitchen? Can you imagine the outrage? Can you imagine? That? They shouldn't work. We're going to talk to a woman that does work, Kelly Ward. She... um. She toured the, the land right near the border where that Border Patrol agent was shot. She's going to weigh in on that, what it was like down there, uh, maybe even the amnesty bills that Paul Ryan is calling him for a vote. It's coming up first, though. Going to be really hot. Super hot. Uh, your air conditioner is going to work overtime. Do you see the air literally leaving your house through the windows because the blinds are rattling? Windows of Greater Tucson can help with that. Windows of Greater Tucson. 488-9469. Their windows save you upwards of 40% on your energy bill. And you can afford windows. Windows are expensive, Garrett. I get it. But you'll get a great deal from Pat, the owner of Windows of Greater Tucson. He has low overhead. No brick and mortar, doesn't need it. And he passes the savings on to you. His estimates for windows come in about half the price compared to the big name guys in town. Because they have to pay for the big brick and mortar. He's passing the savings on to you. He's installed over 13,000 windows. It's not too late Call Pat today at 488-9469. This is going to be hot all summer long. Get on it as soon as you can to make sure the heat stays out and your air conditioning stays in. Find out more at windowsofgreatertucson.com. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 740. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully my voice will last. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so there was a, um, a Border Patrol agent shot uh, yesterday morning. We're finding out it's about 4 o'clock in the morning or so, down near the southern border. Now, it's a strange story because uh, from the reports that I've seen, he doesn't remember much, right? He doesn't remember much. He's going to be okay. He, like, gave himself... Uh, emergency aid tourniquets that kind of stuff but he doesn't remember much there were people arrested they don't know if those were people that did it um but it's still right down there on the border um that's really all the information that we have now he was shot about 10 miles from the border um at a ranch owned by the children's and dr kelly ward running of course for senate right here in arizona toward that a couple of months ago and she joins us now to give some perspective kelly how you doing this morning hey garrett i'm doing great i think my voice is kind of in the same shape as yours i've been Oof. traveling all over the place since i last talked to you have been in tombstone benson uh, amato green valley uh been to havasu kingman and bullhead and now back um and and you know this border patrol agent that was shot on that very property that I toured not you know just a couple of weeks ago is is horrific it it breaks my heart and it also makes my blood boil my blood is boiling that the politicians in Washington have put our brave men and women in the border patrol in this situation because they refuse 
refuse to secure our border. We, we've got to make big changes in Washington. We can't rearrange the pieces on the board. We can't send congresswomen, one from the left or one from the right, who have less than a 10% um, approval rating to the Senate and expect we're getting different results. We need new people with bold ideas, with strong backbones, who will finally say, let's build the wall. Let's secure that border. Let's stop the madness. Can you describe, since you were down there, uh, what it was like as people here by the border, near the border. Can you describe how wide open it is? <laughs> of course. You know, Mr. Chilton is a wonderful, wonderful man, and I appreciate him taking me down there and showing me his property that borders right against Mexico. And the border is a lot of things, but secure is certainly not one of them. Uh, he took me down, and, and there's some pictures up on my Twitter, at Kelly Ward AZ, Kelly with an I. You can see it. There's four flimsy strands of barbed wire. The border is open, and this the lax immigration laws and that open border are magnets for the bad guys. And those bad guys, many, are associated with the drug cartel. And what they've found out, the drug cartel, you know, they use their, their genius for evil, not for good. And they found out that they can sell a drug once once they get to the United States. They could sell a gun once once they get to the United States. But they could sell a woman or they could sell a child again and again and again. So that open border, has, it, we have to stop it. We need, we need a wall, not only as a symbol of a right and a wrong way to come into this great nation, but as a significant detriment to those bad guys and to give our Border Patrol, these brave men and women, protection and, and time to get to the spots where people are coming across so that they can stop them from coming into our country. Uh, Kelly Ward is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. <clears throat> Excuse my, my voice. Uh, do you talk to Border Patrol agents? What do they tell you? What do they need? What do they see? How frustrated are they? Uh, well, you know what? It, it is interesting that you ask because when I was down at Amato, there was a young couple, and the, the, the husband, the dad, is a Border Patrol agent, has been a, an agent for 10 years. Um, they're crying out for more qualified agents. To, to come down to help them do their job. Um, they, they, he, he told me because, you know, he started and he said, I still got to enjoy a little bit of the leftover from Bush being in the White House. And then the Obama era was pretty dismal for the Border Patrol, from what he tells me. And they have a lot of hope that things are going to change under, under President Trump and have noticed some changes. But they need, they need the money and they need the manpower. They need the, the resources to train. And they need the support of the political class. There's, you know, I am, I am sick and tired of it, and I think a lot of people are. As I've traveled the state, I've heard it. They're tired of people in Washington sponsoring legislation or signing on to legislation as a political prop. And unfortunately, immigration bills, just like veterans' bills, have become political props that they put out there and they splash on the television and they say how great they are, but they have no intention whatsoever of solving the problems that Americans, and in our case, Arizonans, put them in Washington to solve. They're out there creating political theater on the backs of our Border Patrol, on the backs of our citizens that live along the border, and on the backs of all Arizonans and all Americans. And it's got to stop. It's got to stop. You know, we sit here and get frustrated because our two senators, John McCain, says nothing. As soon as Trump sneezes the wrong way, he lights up on Twitter, rips him. Jeff Flake, same thing. Yet, Jeff Flake also goes out and hangs out with the communists in Cuba, trying to make their lives easier. 
And there's nothing at all from those guys about the border or this border agent that was shot. Right. Well, I mean, it's unfortunate. It's, it's, it's actually unacceptable that two of the members of the Gang of Eight amnesty effort were from Arizona. And um, we, we, we need true representation in the Senate. We need people who are going to partner with members of the Freedom Caucus from Arizona, people like Paul Gosar and Andy Biggs and David Schweikert and Debbie Lesko. Um, we have one glaring missing person from the Freedom Caucus in, uh, in the Arizona Republican delegation, and that's Martha. The, our Freedom Caucus members need a partner on the Senate side so that the bills that they're bringing forward regarding the things that we hold dear, our faith, our family, our freedom, our, our rights, our, our religious freedom, our, our Second Amendment, our right to privacy, that they can have a partner to hand over to, that legislation over to in the Senate, and we can get it finally to the executive's desk and get it signed into law. And we can stop the political props and the political theater, and we can actually present great policy and solve problems. Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, now, just in case people want to know, because you see Martha, and, and Martha has gone back and forth. She's gone back and forth on wanting a wall, not wanting a wall. Liking Trump, not liking Trump, all that stuff. Yeah. What's your history, just in case people want to know, as a state lawmaker, what has your history been on border security? Uh, I've been a staunch supporter of building the wall. Uh, I, I agree that we need to utilize technology to the fullest, but technology can't do the entire job. I certainly don't just want a reality show showing us across the country as people sneak into, into our nation. Uh, I understand and have supported making sure that our Border Patrol have the money and the manpower that's necessary for them to do their job. I am a staunch supporter of E-Verify and making sure that accountability measures are put in place for people who employ and people who seek jobs. I believe we have got to and have advocated for getting rid of the catch and release policy, getting rid of chain migration, ending the diversity lotto, and defunding sanctuary cities. We tried to do it at the state level, and squishy, middle, flip-flopping Republicans were the ones that stopped it. Martha has proven she's a flip-flop border hawk, and, uh, and, and you know, we, we need someone we can trust. We need someone honest, someone authentic, and someone accessible who will get to Washington, D.C. and get it done. My record in the, in the Arizona State Senate is one of getting results. I am very results-oriented. I'm going to take that to Washington and put it to, de- put it to work for all of us, for us in Arizona and for our country and really even for the world. Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. What do you think about Paul Ryan? It came out last night, Paul Ryan is scheduling two votes next week for amnesty. Well, one is for like the big business chamber of commerce, Carlos Cuberlo, a uh, Florida congressman. He's pushing for cheap labor. That's who funds his campaign. And then they're going to also vote on the Goodlatte bill. But it seems to be a bit watered down. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, it's, um, it's very disappointing that Republicans have gotten to the point where they just are, are unwilling to stand up for what the people that they represent want. And taking E-Verify out of the v- Goodlap good bill takes a lot of the teeth out. And, um, and we have to get rid of our addiction to cheap foreign labor. It's unfair to the people that you bring in, and it's unfair to the American worker. Um, so, you know, and, and I know sometimes Republicans don't want to talk about it, but we have to do it. Um, we'll see. We'll see if those bills actually come to the floor, because, you know, I, Paul Ryan might change his mind. Something might come up that's more important. But I do know that those political props 
you know, there's a lot of people who are signed on to, to both of those bills, depending on their, their political bent and what they need in their district, who, who want to have something, some fodder for their political ads come, uh, come the next few months. So just I think everybody out there needs to be very, very cautious in what you see come, coming out um, of, of these two bills. Um, you know, I think they'll be gutted if, if they actually pass the House, that once they go to the Senate, anything that is remotely what the president or what the people want will, will likely be you know, changed, shifted, maneuvered into a way that it's just a weak, weak bill that looks good on paper but does nothing to solve the problem. And I think Trump would veto that anyway. Um, so uh, we have that. Now, uh, real quick, what's your... Uh, What's your take on Trump's dealing with North Korea? Now, it's a good thing he, he got Kim Jong-un to, to say, I want to get rid of my nukes. There's not a lot of details, but it needs to be worked out. But he's getting attacked in the media for getting a dictator to say, I want to give up my nukes. Right. I, you know, I, I was driving whenever this was happening live. So I got to listen to it live in the middle of the night at 1 a.m., um, listen to what was happening, listen to the excitement. And I really do think it is historic. Uh, I didn't realize that no American president had ever met with a North Korean leader or even talked on the telephone to a North Korean leader. So this is historic. This, I, I, I loved Donald Trump's statement that anyone can make war, but only the truly courageous can make peace. And I think he is trying to, to develop world peace by strengthening our military and making sure that our men and women have what they need and we have the resources and the training and um, the equipment that are necessary to win if we go to war, as well as working hard on the diplomatic front to assure that, that you know, tyrannical dictators like in North Korea, Iran, um, and across the globe aren't empowered with nukes. And so I think it's definitely a great step in the right direction, and it's, uh, it's not surprising to see news outlets like CNN, you know, Acosta yelling out in that historic moment um, two very offensive things that it was not the time or place to do. Uh, so, you know, and, and you wouldn't expect anything less. I saw a tweet from someone, and they, they said Trump makes, makes the impossible look easy <laughs> while he was tweeting to Chuck Schumer. The Democrats make the easy look impossible. That's right. That is definitely the case. That's right. Listen, Kelly, uh, thank you for the time. We're looking forward to you coming out to the beer club. Next, I can't wait. Yeah, it's a week from tomorrow. So next Thursday, you'll be out of Mr. Ron's. Uh, what's Very nice. I'm there from 5 to 7. You're going to be there from 4 to 8 for the extended uh, happy I, hour? I'll be there whenever the staff tells me to be there. I will be there. All right, very, very cool. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for the time. I appreciate it. All right, thanks so much. Talk to you soon, Garrett. You got to take care. That's Kelly Ward. Uh, find her on social media, on the web, Kelly Ward. I believe kellywardaz.com. Uh, we'll continue on KNST. <clears throat> All right, it's 8.08. I want you to speak like you're on NPR. <clears throat> I hate that. I know, but you need to relax your vocal cords. Is that what, I, that what needs to happen? And allow the sound. I am losing to... my voice, which is bad for a talk show host. Hey, can I bribe you to yeah. go get yes. me some orange juice? Is that okay? Oh, right. he's got it. You sure? Uh, so we need some orange you, I was, juice. I was actually going to throw you my wallet. Go make the joke. Yes, yes. Take the wallet. And I need a breakfast pizza. Stop it. Uh, a couple of energy drinks. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> Don't get the name brand. Give me the good stuff. <laughs> I mean, I mean, get the name brand. Not, you know what I mean. 
Gary Lewis with you. KNSTA <laughs> M792 sounds most stimulating talk. Is this an open tab? What's going yes. on? Uh, no, for, yeah. I apologize. My, You can hear my voice. Is, is it as bad as I hear it? No, it isn't. So stop. Stop apologizing. I hate apologizing. Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm trying to truck through this, and I will. Mr. Ron joins me in an hour here, by the way. Uh, and we're going to play a game. Who is harder to understand, Mr. On or Garrett? Which we can only play in this show. I'm going to put my money on you. (laughs) Me too. So is he. Every question he should say that I give him, he should say, I can't understand you. In his Australian accent. Uh, Anyway, three things that I think you need to know. Uh, Number one. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just too much. What a train wreck. Is it? it, It's only in my mind it's a train wreck. It's, It's fine. Like I said, if you just like relax your, your, your speaking a bit, you'll be fine. See, here's the thing. You're uptight. Ryan and I call each other our work wife. We're like a lesbian couple because we're each other's work wife. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Oh, I thought there was more to that than just no, that. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Uh, number one, uh, border agent shot down in Aravaca. Nobody, something weird may come of this because he can't remember anything. Border Patrol canceled a press conference. He's okay now. They don't know who did it. He doesn't remember much. Uh, Thank God he's going to be okay. But it's just weird. Second thing that I think you need to know came out this morning. Former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen, apparently, is he going to flip on Trump? What is going on here? ABC News. ABC News has a report that Michael Cohen is likely going to cooperate as his attorneys are leaving his case. Wow. What does this even mean? Probably, honestly, nothing. Media likes to build it up, but we'll just see. Third, that I think you need to know, uh, the Trump candidates had a big primary night yesterday, a very big primary night. A never-Trump Republican, Mark Sanford, lost in a primary to a Trump candidate in, North Car- in South Carolina for a congressional seat. That is a big, big, big deal. Uh, Danny Tarkanian, a Trump candidate in, in uh, Nevada, won his primary there for his congressional district. Um, there was a uh, GOP uh, gubernatorial nominee, Adam Laxalt, another Trump guy in Nevada. He wins it. So there's, there's some good stuff going on. Some good stuff going on. Um, and in South Dakota, I mean, there's just Corey Stewart in Virginia, another Trump candidate uh, for the Republican Senate in Virginia. He won. So that the country is changing, and it should. It's going back to what it should be. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, I have to tell the story, okay? Um. I'm not feeling well. We're having issues at our house. <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a germaphobe. And our 10-month-old has been sick. He, is, he has two teeth on the bottom, four pushing out from the top. They finally pushed out. Last four or five days, he has been uh, just snot everywhere, drooling. That's what happens when you're trying to cut teeth. He gets so worked up. like he, it's, it's just coming out in droves because he's trying to cut teeth that he'll start coughing and he'll cough so much he'll throw up. My son, yesterday morning at breakfast, apparently witnessed this. And my wife calls me. My 10-month-old throws up. It was like stand by me's barfarama. Next thing you know, 
My five-year-old witnesses this. He throws up. He says he felt fine. He threw up because he saw his brother throw up. Sympathetic. Sure. Sympathetic barfing. So we think everything's okay. Last night, about uh, 1030 at night, five-year-old Grayson's screaming. He throws up in his bed. We had to clean that up 1030 at night. Get it cleaned up, rinse it out, wash machine. He's now sleeping with us. 345 in the morning. I hear screaming from our bedroom. He threw up in our bed. Good thing is his sheets were in the dryer. We remade his bed at four o'clock in the morning. He goes back in it, throw our sheets in the washer. Wife goes back to bed, 4.30 in the morning. I hear my son, dad, I threw up again. Leans over the bed right on the carpet. Zero rest powered water, took care of it, but I had to clean that up too. And I'm thinking, what is going on right now? And then after I get the powered water out from under the sink, clean it up, go back. The cat looks at me in the kitchen on the tile. And goes, bleh, bleh. he throws up. <laughs> Everybody's throwing up everywhere in my house. I feel okay. Again, do I sound stuffed up? No, you don't. My wife says I sound stuffed up. She doesn't know what she's saying. Am I going there? <laughs> Am I going there? Kidding. No, you, you don't. You don't sound stuffed up. You sure? I swear. Okay. Um, That's the story of what, me. What I want to know is, how much does your kid eat that he can keep yakking stuff up nonstop? What's going on? You think after the first one that, you know, he has a tiny little stomach. You would think about that. You would think about that. But everybody in my whole house, including the animals, are throwing up. Rush? Rush is because next. We, thank you. Because we should all be living in a bubble. If everybody would stay away from me and not touch me, we would all be okay. It'd be awesome. Well, I'm pretty sure that's, a, that's easy to handle. Not touching you, that is. <laughs> you done? Right? Yes. That's what she said. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you missed any of the video, I don't think we have to do all of it from the beginning, do you? Uh, no. Did you miss? Did <laughs> I got a text. I got an email from a friend. Aren't you glad you got fixed? <laughs> no more little mutants getting me sick. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, I am. So anyway, <laughs> the I think, go back to about a minute, maybe. Okay. The video that Trump and his people made for Kim Jong-un, it's a sales pitch. Stupid Jim Clapper, lying Jim Clapper, it was weird. It was, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. This is what happens. This is somebody. Trump's like, he influences people. That's how he got deals done all over the world, all over New York City. He influences people. You have somebody that's isolated, that's only been, that only knows to be a dictator. Right? People, if you don't control them, they're going to kill you. That's, I, right now we're talking, that's probably how he was raised. So Trump steps up and wants to show Kim, you give up your nukes, look at the kind of life you can have. And it was really, really good. I'll put it on my page at KNST.com. Listen to some of it. We'll pause it for reaction. Here we go. What if a people that share a common and rich heritage can find a common future? Their story is well known. But what will be their sequel? Destiny Pictures presents Destiny Pictures. a story of opportunity, a new story, a new beginning, one of peace, two men, two leaders, one destiny, a story about a special moment in time when a man is presented with one chance that may never be repeated. What will he choose to show vision and leadership? 
or not. There can only be two results. One of moving back. Showing missiles. Barbed wire. War scenes. Or one of moving forward. People being successful. Mm -hmm. uh, industry. Yep. Cities. A new world can begin today. One of friendship, respect, and goodwill. Trump and Un. Be part of that world. Where the doors of opportunity are ready to be opened. Investment from around the world. Where you can have medical breakthroughs, an abundance of resources, innovative technology, and new discoveries. What if? Can history be changed? Will the world embrace this change? And when could this moment in history begin? It comes down to a choice. On this day, in this time, at this moment, the world will be watching, listening, anticipating, hoping. Will this leader choose to advance his country and be part of a new world? Be the hero of his people? Will he shake the hand of peace and enjoy prosperity like he has never seen? A great life or more isolation? Mm. Which path will be chosen? Featuring Whoa. President Donald Trump. This is so funny. And Chairman Kim Jong-un in a meeting to remake history, to shine in the sun. One moment, one choice. What if? So like the in all the- Remains to be mm -hmm. written. In all the, uh, the flashes of success and prosperity, there's a quick picture of Garrett on the side of the Zero Res truck and it, the flame, you know, the frame shifts to, you know, a bridge. Yeah, there you go. So that's, listen, that's a hardcore sales pitch right there. It is. That is a hardcore sales pitch, and the media wants to mock it. But that's what happens in, in the real world. We've done that here. You make videos. You make PowerPoint presentations. You sell someone on what could be. Why is it any different? Right? Yep. You do that versus putting a hundred and something billion dollars on a plane and fly it over to Iran to say, sign this, please, which they never signed anyway. That's the big difference. So imagine you have this dictator who went to school in Switzerland but has only known basically to be a dictator, keeping his people in line, killing his own family members, being paranoid, being raised to say, everybody is going to kill you. You have to be aggressive to everybody. Everybody's going to kill you. I'm not bailing this guy out, by the way. He is, he is a bad person, a bad person. He's a horrible person. But Trump is just trying to charm him and play the game for the better of the world to give up his nuclear weapons. And Trump said his eyes got wide when he was watching this video. It's there. 880-KNST, 880-5678. <clears throat> we'll continue. Your reaction to this. We have much more to get to. I have some college stories. Mr. On, more on this at 910 in studio because he is Korean and he has experience with this don't go anywhere knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk
826, Garrett Lewis with you. 107 for a high today. Oof. Oof. I want you to hear something. Joe Scarborough is so upset. It's the end of the world this morning, Joe. (laughs) End of the world this morning with Joe and Mika's face. He's so upset that a Trump candidate, a Trump Republican in South Carolina, and a bunch of them won yesterday, but one knocked off wacko weirdo Mark Sanford, who was the, uh, the congressman. A congressman gets primaried. He used to be the governor of South Carolina. He's a, I think, a two- or three-term congressman as well. And he got knocked off because he didn't like Trump. Didn't like Trump. Trump didn't like him. If you missed what Trump wrote on Twitter about Mark Sanford, if you're Mark Sanford, he, as governor, back in uh, 2010 or 2009, vanished for six days, claimed he was hiking. Then it came out he was in Argentina bopping some lady, having an affair and his wife. <clears throat> so Trump tweets out yesterday, because Sanford has said some bad things about Trump. He tweets out, Sanford has been very unhelpful to me in my campaign to MAGA. He is MIA, nothing but trouble. He's better off in Argentina. I fully endorse Katie Arrington for Congress. And she's the one. She, she won. So Joe Scarborough, throw me up over there if you don't mind. Joe Scarborough, this morning, talking with John Hyam, another genius on MSNBC. Listen to this. 7% says one or two things yeah. about Trump that people don't like. Up of his head. And is so conservative. Yeah. Conservative, really mm-hmm. conservative. Not a Trumpist. Mm-hmm. So conservative. Um, I'm pretty sure Trump's conservative. Now, he might want to spend some money on infrastructure, but don't tell me that Paul Ryan is conservative. These other guys are conservative. When they vote to raise the debt, they never challenged uh, all the Obama spending that was happening. Give me a break. That even the Freedom Caucus said we would not have passed the tax cuts without Mark. There is no more conservative person on protecting uh, tax dollars, balancing the budget, Paying down the debt. It's been Mark's, that's been Mark's sole obsession since 1994. But primary voters are like, no, no, you know what? We don't care that he's like one of the most conservative people in in Congress. He said one or two bad things about Trump. Yep. It's, uh, well, look, there are two things to say. There are a lot of things to say about this, but the two. Why don't we just start to say it it, it has devolved into a cult? Primary voters in the Republican Party have devolved into a Trumpist cult. And who drove us there? All the lies. So you're going to tell me that that they're they've devolved into a a Trumpist cult. We got to put up with John McCain, Martha McSilent, Jeff Flake, Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell. You don't like the states, men and women? Yeah. I love it. He's so out of his mind. So now we're nothing but a cult. That's what we are. We're just cults. That's it. It's not the proper use of that word. <clears throat> Cultist. It means to be hidden. Hidden not, from view. You and, you, and, you and your stuff. Yeah, we're not hidden. We're actually out there. Yeah, we are. We're, we're very out there. So anyway, I thought that you'd get a big kick out of that. I know I did. Uh, there's more that we need to talk about as well, uh, including... Uh, we have a uh, we have a college story. We have a college story, and then somebody apparently went to a Papa John's and put up a a poster 
called Papa Don. It's actually really funny. You got, I mean, I don't even know if the Papa John's even realizes what happened, but it's pretty damn funny. Uh, I'll tell you about that coming up first. Um, let me tell you something. If you are looking to slow down your life a little bit, maybe it's just you and your honey. Kids are growing up. They're out. And you're like, we don't need such a big house. Slow it down. Take it in. Downsizing does not have to mean downgrading. You can have a phenomenal home. Madame Homes has two communities that are perfect for this, right? Low maintenance home buyers slowing down the lifestyle, but it's just beautiful. They have one community at Dove Mountain. It's like a hidden oasis. You drive to the Madame Homes. You take Dove Mountain Boulevard all the way up almost to the mountain. You have such phenomenal views of Saguaro, the mountains, other cactus, 360 degree views. It's just, it's gorgeous, right? You have another option too. Ridgeview. It's in Rancho Vistoso in Oro Valley. Gorgeous. The most gorgeous views of the Catalina Mountains. You can have that as well. So you have, no matter what, great mountain views. What would you like? You want to be in Oro Valley? You want to be up in the Dove Mountain area? It is up to you. Madame has these communities. They can customize certain things for you. Two bedroom, three, four, five, two bath, three bath. What would you like? When here's the, They both start, by the way, the mid twos. Very affordable. Madame Homes understands what matters when you are building a home. Find out more. Go to madamehomes.com slash Tucson. Uh, 840. I might have to stop the three things this morning because I just don't know how much I've left. <clears throat> and I have Mr. Ron coming in. Oh, you have to save hour. some then. Oh, my God. Do I have to? Well, I mean, he likes to talk, so maybe he can just, like, you know, take over and he can just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to uh-huh. read his menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to ask him about uh, Kim Jong-un, North huh. Korea, that kind of stuff. Uh, so you don't want to miss that. By the way, I want to find. I want to thank uh, people for the love. Garrett, you sound great. It sounds like your stones have finally dropped. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, here's another. Congratulations on here's, the stones. Thank you. Uh, even though I had the surgery. Uh, here's another one. Uh, I've received this plenty of times today. Garrett, you sound taller. I feel the love. Congratulations on the height. <laughs> oh, at least it doesn't sound like that, that guy. That was Bruce. <laughs> you was... don't sound as bad as that. And this is only 1.22 seconds, right? <laughs> and you've been talking for like three hours already, and you don't sound that bad. <laughs> That's oh, what wow. happens when you live on Chinese food <laughs> and cigarettes. <laughs> Excuse me. He tells me. Flippin' Bruce, he tells me, I my three favorite food groups, steak, Chinese. It's like, what's a food group? Anyway, this make, I, you're, you're, I, we're, we're laughing, and my throat hurts so much. I told I, you to I, relax it. You gotta relax, relax what do you want from me? I want you to relax the throat. I already told oh. you what I wanted from you. You're straining. Don't strain. You sound oh. like this lady over here. Oh. And that is a lady. If I did that, I'd be done. So this is this is too much. College. What a scam, right? Um, and I have a story I haven't had a chance to get to. Oral Valley. Thank you. Nicoma Sky not being built. And um and and it's sad because they said there's not enough labor. People and they were they interviewed in the local paper a story about this. Um business owners that can't find people to do work anymore. 
kids. I mean, there could be kids that could that could be welders. They could be plumbers. They could do all this stuff. And it's like looked down upon in society, which I just don't get. If my kid says, this is what I'm doing. I'm good with my hands. Like, I'm not good with my hands. I wish I was. You could be your own business owner. Anyway. Well, we talked to Chuck about that, getting people down in Sarita to work yep. on that project last year. Yep, and, and they didn't want to work. None of them wanted to work. Exactly. They didn't want to work. Um, so this is a very interesting thing. Uh, at college, we talked about this last week. At ASU, they had the ridiculous course, right? Um, it was, uh, what was the thing at ASU? They, they, uh, uh, it was pushing social justice. You can major and get a, you can get a master's in social justice stuff. They wanted to be like a community activist. Here's another one for you. Hobart and William Smith Colleges offering a course, not just like a, a weekend thing, a course in the fall of next year. You ready for this? It'll teach students how to eat and think about food if they consider themselves feminists. Feminists. Now, what kind of a job can you get with that? A course that teaches you how to eat and think about food if you consider yourself a feminist. Well, what, what are the feminist food groups? Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I think they're very bitter. Bitter foods. Is that... <clears throat> um, now, I'll give you one guess. What part of the college do you think it's part of? Yes, mm. yes, yes. Women's studies. Jessica Hayes hyphen Conroy teaches this. It's called food, feminism, and health food, feminism, and health teaches students about the political ecologies of health. That includes decolonizing and deconstructing ready the violent displacement that occurs in the making and eating of food. That's from the course description. Now, what are you going to read when you try to figure out if the food that you eat is good? If you're a feminist, what are you, you going to figure out? Ready? Cookbook? What do you read? Uh, that would be smart, right? No. Um, you'll be reading materials on feminist sciences, social theory, cultural studies. I swear this is incredible stuff. This lady, this wackadoo nut job, also has a book, and she's going to get info from it on feminist nutrition. Feminist nutrition, again. It's got to be the most bitter crap you'd ever eat in your life. So, she has edited a book about feminist nutrition. It's called Doing Nutrition Differently, Critical Approaches to Diet and Dietary Intervention. And she's going to draw parallels between feminist activism and foods that women eat. What foods do women eat? Salad, right? They got to stay skinny. Tofu. That's all we want. (laughs) What? They got to look good. Who the hell thinks of this stuff? So anyway, only in college could they actually have a course that kids pay for. People pay for that. People pay for that teaches students how to eat and think about food if they consider themselves to be a feminist. Now, I don't know who the hell would go to Hobart and William Smith Colleges. But you'd hope there'd be at least somebody with a good sense of humor, right? And they show up. And they just bring like a big, giant, fat ribeye. They just, they just bring the most unfeminine food that you can have, right? What would be the most unfeminine? Like what? Okay. If there's a college. Well, it depends how it's plated. 
So I'm getting texts from people that are describing the food, and I can't read them on the air. It's that it's that funny, and I'd get fired. Well, I got names for ice cream shops coming in on that. <laughs> Thanks, so, Brian. Yeah, thank you. So, so here's the thing. If they're going to teach people how to eat and think about food if they consider themselves feminists, what if there was a class, and there never would be because we guys get screwed over, right? We totally get screwed over. What if there were to be a class where they taught you how to eat and think about food if you considered yourself to be a masculine person, right? A ma- yeah, they'd never do that. That'd be, more, that'd be mean. That'd be wrong. It'd be different. It'd be terrible. But what could you do? What food would that be? How could it not be a big, giant, fat steak, right? Like a, like a big steak and a whole bunch of carbs. <laughs> like a big, giant potato, sour cream, That sounds butter. way too phallic already. You can't, have cream? The, you can't have the meat and potatoes on the same plate because this doesn't work in this, in this area with these people. These people. These people. These women. These, these, and man-hating men as well. Because you know there'll be guys that take this. Food, feminism, <laughs> and health. Man-hating food, men? Food, <laughs> you know, Mr. Ron came in here early. And we're going to talk about North Korea. But you're a restaurateur. Yes. I love your restaurant, Mr. Ron's. Yes. You, you own it. Unlike... Unlike these people in college and academia, you've, you've been to the real world. Yes. You've made it. Yes. But you own a restaurant. Do you have any, anything come to mind? Any, any, any feminist food come to mind? Well. Besides salad? No. 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 <laughs> Chick martinis? I cannot say. Well, oh. yeah, during the, I, I knew you were going to say that. I'm, bus- I'm business, man. I cannot say. <laughs> You can't offend? Uh, no. <laughs> you have me? What is, I, what is a, whatever customer choice. <laughs> if you think this is feminist, good. It's feminist. <laughs> so if somebody goes to Mr. Ron's, I need a feminist meal. Whole thing. Whole thing's feminist. Pick <laughs> what you want. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, we're going to talk to you about uh, North Korea uh, and the whole deal coming. Just got, we got to take a quick break. Mr. Ron is here. And I'm having... <clears throat> I've had multiple people including the former guy that used to work your digital mic that are writing the word sausages. Would that be feminine or masculine? I can't imagine it be masculine because you can't say I'm a man, I'm craving a sausage. A brat? And then the feminists wouldn't want the sausage because it reminds them of a man. So, you're, to all the people that were texting me that, stop and you're wrong. <laughs> That's what she said. (laughs) Stop, and you're wrong. Sorry about my voice, Mr. Ron. No. Stop apologizing. Yeah, sounds good. I was hoping Mr. Ron was going to bring in, like, you know, something hot for you to drink. Maybe, like, an old-school remedy or something, but I guess not. He has a cup of coffee for himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to get some perspective coming up. I'm kind of worried about that, so why? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm getting into. Exactly. You never know what we're going to talk about. We're already talking about chicks eating sausage Uh, and if it's feminine or not. So, uh, Thank you. But this is why we bring such a big group to your restaurant. (laughs) We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons most stimulating talk in that nice oh, very you nice. like that you like that oh yeah it's your morning ritual with me garrett lewis knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk thank you for hanging out we're skipping the three things because i want to keep my voice mr on is with me 
Uh, Mr. On, of course, great deals, great specials, uh, great great place for Father's Day. You got the KNST Happy Hour tomorrow, and then a week from tomorrow, the Beer Club for Men. Yes. Kelly Ward's going to be there. I'm going to be there. It's going to be huge. Just be prepared. Make sure you have enough staff there. Oh. There's going to be a lot. I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of people there. Always I got prepared. Okay. You well, don't have to worry about it. Thank that. you. Thank you very much. Phenomenal food. I love it. You know, your restaurant's the only place where my son eats vegetables. It's a, not just a you kid. A lot of kids lot of does kids. that. That's why mama says uh, they come to the, my restaurant, they eat everything. Yep. They just love it. So let's talk about, uh, we'll talk about the restaurant more, but let's talk also, also about the North Korea situation. Yes. yes. Because, again, you came here 46 years ago. Yes. And uh, things were tough. South Korea has flourished under a democracy. Yes. North Korea is going backwards under a dictatorship. Yes. Um, now, we don't really know anything about Kim Jong-un. At least, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's raised under dictators. His grandfather, his father. Yes. We can only assume that they probably filled his head with all kinds of things, like make sure you keep people in fear, kill them if you have to. They want your power. I would assume that. Yeah, but he got no choice. And uh, he's too young. He's getting into 27 years old. He's now yeah. 34. Yep. But, uh, you know, nobody listened to him, and uh, he started killing uncle and, uh, you know, anybody, you know, you against him and just uh, killing. So he, he like, he's a dictator. Had no fear. It you is. don't listen to me? It is. I kill you. It is. So a guy like Trump comes along, starts calling him Little Rocket Man. Yeah. You know, my button's bigger than your button. Yes. Did you think that was going to fire him up, fire up Kim Jong-un, and make him send over missiles our way? You know why? I think it's uh, Trump's uh, making him scared. Because uh, you remember they want to bombing in the Syria. Mm-hmm. Trump say, I'm going to bombing Syria a second time. Mm-hmm. But Russia say, uh-uh, you're not going to bomb it. You're not going to bomb it. What happened? One morning, just uh, Trump's bombing. What did Russia did it? Nothing. 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 And he saw that. You know why? uh, Kim Jong's crazy and uh, Trump's crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, but Kim Jong find out he really crazy. He says, uh, "You keep doing that, little rockin' man. We're gonna spare you North Korea the map." Yep. Yeah. And you think that? So again, a lot of the media. They want to criticize Trump yeah. for, for being too strong and concentrating on being strong. But you need to be that way. You know why? <clears throat> Look at it. That's the three generation, grandfather and father and him, three generation. Who stopped that? Who did it? anything? Nobody. Nobody. And Trump did it. But, you know. So do you think that there can be any kind of change? I mean. I think that's going to be change in uh, in the. Trump says, uh, you know, he signed a two different paper. Yeah. But one they show and no other not show yet. Mm-hmm. But I think he, Trump's not, you know, born yesterday. He's a 72 years old now. And he's a good businessman. He's a good businessman. He, he prepared good now, business. Now, listen, mm-hmm. let's talk about that for a second. Trump's a good businessman. You are an established, successful businessman. I'm just a lucky. Right oh, time, so right you, place. You know what? That's what, that's what makes a good businessman. <laughs> you got to uh, take advantage of the situation yeah. when it comes your way. You got to be so, smart. So when you saw a guy like Trump, uh-huh. a businessman, yes. who said enough is enough with these politicians 
that don't do the right thing. Yes. Give me a break. Um, did you think that he would be successful? I really think he's a better successful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why and Kim Jong-un comes out because nobody can do it. Only Trump can do it. You think so? Yes, sir. Did you happen to see that video? Yes, I see that. That, that four-minute video? Or yes. The, this is what you can be? Yeah, but Kim Jong-un don't know that. But he saw the video. Yes, he saw the video. I think it, that's an excellent business proposal. That's what I'm talking about. And the media is trying to make fun of Trump for showing that video, saying it was weird and this, and that's what business is. No, we, we all, everybody know that. But tr- uh, the, the Kim Jong-un don't know that. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Kim Jong-un, just like he said, blind, ear deaf. He grew up like that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think there could be anything different um, when it comes to that? Uh, Kim Kim Jong-un, he grew up under dictators, yeah. but he went to school in Switzerland. Yes. So he's seen a little bit. No, he's seen a lot. A little, see, he's seen a lot of the yes. Western world. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, again, we don't know. And he's crazy enough. I don't know if it was out of fear or he's crazy to where he, we were talking about during the break. He took a bazooka. Yes. And killed his uncle. Yes. They shot him with a friggin' bazooka. Yeah. Blew him up. It is. Do you think that a guy like that would actually would actually realize I need to change North Korea? I need to make it more westernized, more money. Or Trump's gonna blow us up. He did it purposely blow up the bazooka, the papers and killing paper. He did it purposely. He know that because he's too young, nobody listening him. Not like your father or grandfather. That's why he did it purposely. Everybody's scared. You mm-hmm. try to escape to do that country, you catch it. They not just kill you. They kill three generations. You know, three really? generations. Your family and your father family, your grandpa family. Three generations, they kill you. Not just yourself. That's why everybody, a lot of people knew what's going on in Western country. But they got telephone, TV, they watch all that. But you watch TV, you got to cut, they kill you. Really? Yeah, that, who's, who, that's why they, everybody's scared there. But now he realized he scared himself. That's why he started coming out. But he's not going to be dropped the power. He's going to continuously power hold there. That's why he want to protect his uh, in, in security and uh, he gonna make it grow the North Korea the economy. You think so? Yes. You think that's what's gonna happen? That's gonna happen. Do you think it's gonna be like a? I mean, it's not gonna be any kind of democracy. Obviously, is it, it gonna be kind of like just like a Vietnam? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like that, to yeah. where you still have the people running it, but yeah. they have more westernized. That's it. That's it. China, same thing. China used to be big communism, but now it's not. Well, it's still there. Yeah. But but well, they still, still they still like to make their money. Yes. And like to have the government control that yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. that's gonna be North Korea gonna start that way, because uh, he not gonna drop the power. That means uh, you know you can you're not gonna open up the thirty eight pedal line. No, everybody back and forth, back and forth. No, he's not gonna do that. You don't think it's ever gonna happen? He's gonna do little by little. You know, yeah. make it to uh, that country, uh, North Korea, make it bigger. Then you know he's gonna be totally run to a different country. So you think it's you think he's gonna give up his nukes? I think so. He not, then crazy Trump's not gonna not gonna watch that. He know that.
you think Trump's crazy or he just knows what needs to happen? He knows what needs to happen. Okay. Yes. Okay. He's not the crazy. You know, he's a, he got a what? How many times he got a bankruptcy? But he stepped up that up, up there and uh, he's coming that point. Mm-hmm. And he's 72 years old into the life. I don't think he's going to drop his reputation. No. No. No, he is not. No, that means that he's going to do good. Yes. I've been, I've been telling everybody, you know, he's going to do good. He's going to, nobody believe me. But now everybody start believing a little bit. Even Republican, they not believe in him. But, you know, McCain still not believe in him. Never will. Yeah, no. he's going to die and, you know, he don't want to, McCain to come. Never give me know, any credit. I know McCain, so I supported McCain, you know, 39 years. Mm-hmm. I, I've been friends with him 39 years. But Are you disappointed in what he's saying about the president now? Very disappointed. He's going to die. Why he's going to say that? He's, I think he's a he's little bit He's not going to just uh, disappoint in the Trump. Mm-hmm. A lot of Republicans going to oh, yeah. disappoint it too. Yes. yes. And they're going to be voted out. That's what's, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, so do you still have family? I still have a family. Yes. I used to have a nine brother, but all one by one passed away. And now mm-hmm. I got two brothers there. And I just went to that three weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I, I've been spent three weeks uh you know, Kim Jong-un and South Korea president back and forth. I'm there. there. Yes. You were there? Because wow. that I was, was a few weeks ago. Yes. You know what? I want to find out what people in South Korea think about Trump, about Kim Jong-un, all this stuff. Tell me when we, we got to take a quick uh, quick break. Okay. This is called invitation. We used to call it a tease in radio, but we were told by the people that are really smart. People don't like to be teased. <laughs> so we invite them to stay with you. All right. So we're inviting them to stay with us. I want to find out what it was like okay. out there in South Korea when you were there. All right. And what do your brothers think, too? Mr. On of Mr. On's, of course, and again, make the reservation for Father's Day or the day before or the day after. It is up to you. It is phenomenal. It's like my favorite food. Nothing better. I want one of those Teppan tables. I am shocked, by the way, that you don't have a Teppan table in your home. <laughs> hey. How can you not have one? I just come to the restaurant and eat. Why, why are you on a cook to your home? You know it would be funny? Yeah. Because people, obviously, they know who you are. Yeah. If all of a sudden there's a guy, one of your chefs, about to cook at a table. Yeah. And you go, hey, hey, whoa, let me do this one. Uh-huh. And then everybody here on the table is going, oh, my God, Mr. Ron's about to cook for us. Uh-huh. And then you just grab the knives and stuff and you start banging it like they do. They, they, and, then, and, then, and then you just throw up an egg and let it hit and go, all right, I'm done. And you walk away and let the other guy do it. Take yeah. <laughs> all- them out. Take them out. I'll go stay try to cook. I think all the custom going to run out. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants eggs over easy? That's too much. All right. Uh, we're going to continue with Mr. On. Find out what they, what they think in, in South Korea about this whole situation. Stay with me. It's KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Chen. What's up? <clears throat> We're back. It's Trump Day. Garrett Lewis with you. On KNST AM 790. Again, I apologize. How bad does it sound? I'd like slow it down and be boring. You're fine. I'm paranoid, Mr. Ron. I'm paranoid. No, you're lovely sound. <clears throat> you sound like a man. Yeah. Is that what it, I finally do? Yes. Yeah. Finally, man. Okay, uh-huh. I'll take that. A developing man. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one too. It's all right. I'll be not, called worse. Not, not the crazy man. <laughs> not a crazy man. You know what we need, Mr. Owen? Some sake bombers for his throat. Oh, yeah. Sake By bomb. the way, 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I need. That's true. That's I what do. I need. I do. My ears. Um, can we get some kind of, since it's a great thing, it's a great thing what happened, right? Between yeah. Trump and, and we'll get to the South Korea situation in a second. You have to think of some kind of a, a Trump special. Some kind of a, some kind of a North Korean or just Korean. You know, actually. American combo. Like a dinner, like, you know. Ac- actually, they served uh, <clears throat> Chinese, Korean, and American. They served uh, and Trump and uh, the uh, oh, un? And Kim Jong-un table. Yeah, they served uh, Korean food. Really? That's a Korean food, yes. What do they eat in Korea? <clears throat> Korea, so, you know, barbecue and, you know, kimchi and. I know the no, kimchi. Yes. So there's nothing that you could put on the menu at Mr. Ron's. That could be a Trump un special where it's two worlds coming together. Yeah. I think it would. Like I a think, black and white cookie. I think it can do. I make a surprise, everybody. I think you should. Why like not? A, like a what? Like a steak and like a sea, like a surf and turf kind something, of thing? Something like that. Where no, it's Ameri- just, just the, the appetizer, you know, not the, not the heavy, the, you know. Just I, the, I only go heavy, Mr. Ron. Uh-huh. It has to be something heavy. You know, something to where you like, you know. You say, we're going to put this appetizer, this food, and this food together. And it's going to create peace. So if you don't want to have your stomach get upset, you order this, because it'll create peace in your body the way that you want to create peace in the world. No? Saki bombs. Oh, you have the saki and you have the bombs. <laughs> no, I think, I, I, I think we're going to make you a surprise or something. All right. And, uh, yeah. All right. I think, it'd be, I think it could be good. Yeah, I think but then so. again, what do I know? I don't, I don't own a restaurant, but I think if you get some kind of a, <laughs> a Trump-owned dish that creates peace... I mean, think it creates great flavor and at the same time peace. Well, no explosions I, after dinner during nothing like that. <laughs> they, they, they have there uh, something you know I can create it. I'm telling you, yes, surprise. Some great dish. Yeah, guaranteed to not have you drop a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Kim Jong. I'm not a Kim Jong Un. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we can do that. I think we can do that. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Okay, anyway, let's get back to this is what we do on this show. We don't even know what we do. Nothing, nothing at all. So you were in South Korea a few few weeks ago. Yes. What are the South Koreans thinking about this whole situation? You know why? They they love to what Trump do it because it's exciting. And that's why Korean presidents say everything because Trump did it. Then Trump say Korean president did it. They push each other, you know. They're playing the game. Yeah, playing the game. But... You know, Korea is actually, we've been dealing with it 70 years. Yeah. And nobody feel nothing. Okay. In Seoul, Korea is a 38 parallel line, mm. only about 15 miles. Mm-hmm. And nobody feel anything. No. Really? And not, not even 1.1%. Really? No, nobody. Just like here. Mm-hmm. But United States, all over the world, they worry about too much, but... South Korea, we've been dealing with it 70 years. So they think that it's all bluster, nothing's going to happen, blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, this time they're going to happen, yeah. They, gonna, this, this time they think it's for real. Oh, they, they be peace. They're going to be a okay. little rocking man. We're going to bomb you. You know, we're so going to send worry, the United yeah. States. But they're not worried about it, no. no. Nobody nobody going to do it. They know that. Okay. No kidding. That's going to be blow up to the World War Three. Nobody want a World War Three. No, no. Kim Jong-un don't want it, and Trump don't want it. Okay. That's why... Everybody did not feel anything. So, but now they do they feel excited? They very exciting, and uh, Trump can do it. They really feel like that. Oh yes. Do you feel like Trump is more liked? I think he's liked a lot in this country. That's not reported. 
But do you feel like he's more liked around the world than he is sometimes in this country? No, I think he's uh, he's worried about the, this country, you know, first. because. Yeah, uh, but do you think that people around the world, like it seems like some people in South Korea, yeah. if Trump can help make this happen, they're going to be big fans of Trump. Because oh, again, nobody, I mean, Bill Clinton tried to bribe yeah. Kim Jong-il with billions of dollars to that, not do this. Send money to build to the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. Uh, Obama just ignored it. Bush ignored it. Iran, what the heck? Yeah, and that's the thing. Look at the North Koreans. They do business with our enemies. Yeah, I know. With Iran? Yeah. I mean, with Russia, too? Yeah. With China? China, they do stuff under the table for China? Uh-huh. But, yeah, do you ever wonder why nobody tried to do what Trump did? Like, why did anybody just try to talk? Everybody want to, uh, they want to talk and what they, you like to hear. Yeah. No, they don't want to fix it. Thanks. So that's, they, nobody, you don't think any president really cared very much? I'm sure they care, but I don't want to be against. Yeah. Just like you asked me first time I come here, what kind of food you, you know, but I don't want to say, you know. You can't food. tell me what food feminists would like? What, yeah. what a feminist food is on your, your menu? Yeah, I can tell my famous food, but uh, you, you asked you know, me. Yeah. What, there was a story. It yeah, was in what, college class teaching people. You know, if you want to eat and think like a feminist, they teach a class. This is what you order. I want to. I want to tell the custom the choice. That's why I say that. That's exactly you know I all know. the president yep. did it. But uh, look at this now. So Trump's uh, raised tax to China coming here and twenty five percent and still coming here forty one percent. They did to the Korea too, South Korea. Yep. They. You know why? Hey, with economics in the United States, what I understood very good. Employee rates to what, 3.8? Yep. And when you got 3.8, your lifetime. Never. It's been, what, that, one time in 2000, you know, one also, time in 69. Also, I don't know all over the world, they like Trump, but they scared Trump. Okay. Everybody. And that's a big thing. Oh, big thing. So, you know, United States is a, America's a police yeah. all over the world. But used to be nobody, nobody respected, nobody scared. So, and you think now it's different? And you, and you think it's, is it good that people respect us? That's good. And yeah. yeah. I mean, look at you, your employees. I'm sure your employees like you. Yes. But they also have to realize if they mess up, the wrath of Mr. On is going to come. Also, you have to take care of it. Yes. 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 Customer number one, but yes. employees number two. Yep. And I am number three. Because uh, I treated the no, my, you're not. You're number four. Your wife. <laughs> that's it. No, no, number five. No. My dog. <laughs> my go. dog. Puppy. Puppy dog. I said, come to before me. Real quick, and I appreciate the insight on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the tax cuts. Yes. How is it helping your business? Is it helping at all? Are you noticing anything? I don't notice yet. I think that's going to be good though. Yeah. You know, you know, small business. They uh, raise up to the minimum wage. Yeah. How can you raise up to $2 an hour? What, what do we can do it? All you can you do can, is- You cannot ma- manually no. raise it up to the two no. bucks on each items. No. Yeah, that you can't. You, you would have to pass that cost to the customer. Yeah, but you cannot pass all that. Then they won't show up? No, show up. No. You know, competitions are very mean. Yes. You know, you we got to just to ourselves. And uh, make it, even last year's, I have to make a hundred thousand dollar more mm. because of unemployment mm. tax, and also, yep. and you have to pay sec pay for forty hour. Yep, you know people use that. 
That's why that's another, another, another top. So that's why you like Trump coming in, getting rid of some regulations. I don't, I don't, business get, first. I don't, I don't get Trump, anybody coming to the help. Trump's, the Trump's the only one that did it, though. They did it. He did it. That's I why I respect him. I, I like him. Okay. Um, again, Mr. Rons, for Father's Day. Yes. Great, great deals. You're gonna, are you going to have the Kim Jong-un? I hate having a special for a dictator. Maybe the Trump piece. Special. I would. I wouldn't call it. Over, you know, I wouldn't even have to either one. I call it like like the like the the Taiwan the the Korean summit. You know, special. Or there something you like go. That. The Korean summit special. Maybe peace for dinner. Yeah. Pe- yeah, pe- yeah. Peaceful, peaceful dinner. Peaceful food. Yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah. Is that the southeast? Is it what? Where Korea is at? Is that? I mean, there's there's the Middle East. You want peace in the Middle East? <laughs> That's peace, peace in the Southeast. Southeast. That's the Southeast. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. The Southeast Peace Special. Yes. <laughs> trademark. Trademark. No Ryan. spice. No spice. No spice. What? There you go. <laughs> Two crazy guys in special. There, there you go. go. Two crazy guys. Special. I'm down with that. Yeah. When are you going to put me up on your famous wall? You know why? Soon. You're going to see it very soon. You You're told me, surprise. You told me I'd have to pay you to get up there. I tell everybody. That's why he's a good businessman. I, I tell everybody. You do? Yeah. <laughs> do they do they pay? Oh, oh. oh thing fella. Do they pay you though? Oh yeah. Oh they do? Oh yeah. I'll have my wife give Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? No. Hello? Hello? Everything that's short now, right? No. Now I hear. Awesome. Yeah, now I hear. I hear Mr. On. Yeah. I don't hear you. My mic, my mic doesn't work. No, I hear you too. No, your mic doesn't work. See, Mr. Ons is what happens. Now, now I, I hear. I heard cutbacks. We so, didn't realize it. Sorry. They cut back from three mics to two in a matter of seconds. <laughs> They're out of people to cut back. It's only micro. Tomorrow night, extended happy hour, Mr. Ons. Mm-hmm. happy hour. Yeah. And a week from tomorrow, I'll be there for the beer club for men meeting. Okay. And Kelly Ward will be there as well. And there's going to be a lot of people. But week after Thursday, you're talking about not tomorrow, following Thursday? Yep. The following Thursday, I'll be there. Okay. The following and, Thursday. Uh, you there and Kelly's there too? Yep, yep, we'll be there. And we're okay. going to look forward to your special, the uh, the Korean Peace Summit special. Okay, two crazy, two crazy guys. Two crazy guys. Two crazy guys. I love it. Special. That'd be fantastic. That'd be great. <laughs> get, in, get in charge uh, get in charge uh, for Father's Day. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Mr. Ron, thank you for coming in. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you for everybody, you know, and uh, I, I'm going to say thank you to the all of Tucson, and uh, I've been here 45 years. And they support me, and I love the Tucson. And uh, I don't know a lot of volunteer, but they help me a lot. Yep, yep. That's what. Well, I can't wait for you to finally admit that you're actually from New Jersey. Who? Who? <laughs> you. No, I'm too cold. <laughs> I cannot go there. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mr. Ron. I appreciate right, it. Thank we'll, you. we'll continue. First, listen, it's going to be really hot outside. We know it is hot outside. Are your blinds rattling because the air conditioning is going right out your window? Call my friend Pat Doherty, Windows of Greater Tucson, 488-9469, 488-9469. He can get you windows in your home. It's not too late. You know that, oh, it's already hot. It's going to be hot for the next, like, four months, okay? Get the windows put in. His windows usually come in at about half the price compared to everybody else in town. And they're great windows. They save you upwards of 40% on your energy bills. He can cut the price that much because he has low overhead. He doesn't have brick and mortar. He doesn't need it. He comes to your house, gives you the best service, the best estimates, 
and he has a website, windowsofgreatertucson.com. So if you want to save money upwards of 40% on your energy bill, call Pat today, 488-9469, and go to windowsofgreatertucson.com. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello. How you doing? Everything good? As good as it can be. Oh, cool. Here comes trouble. 943, yeah. We're sorry, we're skipping the three things because my voice... I mean, I talk and I talk, but it just... It hurts. Anyway... Uh, my son, the oldest puker, is going to come. He hasn't been on the radio in a long time. We'll have to get him in here. He's very excited. Is he going to get us sick? He's sick. Stop Wait, it. Is he going to get me sick? He's You're get already sick. sick. I'm, I'm fine. Uh, he is going to, uh, maybe he'll make his, uh, his debut. Again, his debut at age five. Uh, so we have that. Anyway. He's he's the oldest puker. The other one pukes. So this one, the other one's fine though. He's just because he gets all worked up because he's having teeth coming in. This one, uh, who knows what the hell's wrong with him? Besides the fact that he came for me, who who knows? So anyway, we'll get him in here and uh, he'll have a sick day with dad today. Um, now, come on in, come on in, come on in. Hi, hi, come on in, come on in. So uh, there is a um, there's a Papa John's. I don't know where this is. It's on the Gateway Pundit. And somewhere in this country, they had uh, a Papa John's. It's Papa John's, right? Some I don't know if this is just, if the person that owns this Papa John's even, even has, and I'll put this on my Facebook page, a link to this, because it's just funny. I have no idea if they realize the franchisee owner, what's going on. But on the outside of the Papa John's, besides their, the specials they have, Somebody made two signs, some artist. Um, it says here, it was rogue right-wing street art. What's the guy's name that was in here again? Sabo. Sabo. Maybe this was Sabo. I don't know. It looks like it's Sabo's work. Did you see this on the pundit, the Gateway Pundit? I did, and I liked it. Uh, it was very of, official. Instead of Papa John's, hi, buddy. Instead of Papa John's, it says Papa Don's. And it's Trump with a thumbs up with a piece of pizza in his hand. And it says, a bubble quote, it says, we have 100% legal drivers. They're legal, believe me. I think it's hilarious. And then it says, MAGA, Papa Don's, better immigration, better country. I mean, that's just, that's funny. Bye. That's just funny. And then right next to that picture is a picture of an ICE agent, or it looks like it's supposed to be. And it says, free ICE with every Coke. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. How cool is that? How cool is that? Uh, are you excited to be here? You want to put his Ryan? You want to put his mic on real fast? If you don't, is is it on? Uh, I want you to say hi. This is my son Grayson. Say hi. You don't want to talk now? You don't want to talk on the radio? You just like listening? Okay. People want to. Can you just say hi? Just say hi. It's okay. Say hi. What are you afraid of? Are you going to throw up again? No. You can't. You know, here's the thing. And, and my son is in studio, my oldest son, Grayson. You talk a lot. That's why people know that you're my son, because you just don't stop talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And all of a sudden now, you don't want to talk. Do you want some cookies? 
Chocolate chip? Why don't you want to talk right now? You're not going to talk at all? Here's the thing. I'm not going to give you any food the rest of the day. <laughs> Unless you talk right now. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Can I have his food? I'm no. starving over here. Do you want me to take you for... If, if, if the doctor allows you, want me to take you for some ice cream? You know what flavor he likes? Delicious. Strawberry, right? Isn't it strawberry? What flavor no. you like? I don't remember what flavor you like. It's chocolate, right? You're not supposed to Is say it? it. I'm trying to get him to say it. I was guessing. It's unbelievable. I want his ice cream. You got it. If he doesn't talk, I want all the food you were going to buy him. Give it to me. You, is that what you want? Yeah. Come Is on. that all right with you, Grayson? Well, I can't hear you over there. What would you say? All of a sudden, he's not talking. You know why? You because this to is do what something. kids do. Yeah. If somebody else asked him to talk, he'd talk. Will, you, like, will you talk to Rick right there? That's Rick. See Rick? Look, look. scary. Look at Rick. You know Rick. Rick actually used to watch him when he was just about five months old. I don't know what's scarier. <laughs> that is very scary. It's frightening, for God's sake. All right, fine. I'll do my radio show. And you just want to sit there and listen? Is that okay? All right. Are you mad? I've never seen this kid so silent in my life. Can he make fart noises? Are you upset? Are you nervous? Am I making you nervous? Are you mad at dad? Okay. Dad of the year. All right. There you go. Good job. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> What is going on? Is he quiet like this in the restaurants? Never. That's what everybody wants. Never. Movie theater quiet. As he says, never. Are you excited to go see The Incredibles too? I can't hear you over there. What? Are you feeling okay? All right, we'll leave you alone. Oh. We'll leave you alone. Did you bring the iPad? Yeah, look at that smile on his face. <laughs> you want to get it? There you go. All right, don't play it now. You're going to make too much noise. Uh, 949. Uh, I want to thank Mr. Ron for coming in. By the way, if you missed the story, though, this is like one of the best stories ever. Um, the story about uh, the fact that at a college, they're actually teaching people how to eat like a feminist. This, this is one of the craziest things. Um, there might be a little bit more to, to this. Hang on. There's, it's, this story is covered in a couple of different places. Um, where you eat like a feminist, you, you uh, it, it's... It's kind of nuts. Apparently, there's the woman that wrote it. It says here, Jessica Hayes hyphen Conroy. She literally wrote the book on feminist nutrition. She says it's a combination of feminist activism and nutrition promotion. Feminist nutrition. Now, shouldn't we ban that? Right? And again, I've gotten all of the, uh, and that's why I was asking Mr. Ron, what kind of, what kind of feminist food items do you have on your menu as, as a good businessman? I'll let, the, I'll let the customer decide. If they want that, it's all of it. If they want none of it, none of it is. It says here, feminist nutrition focuses on issues like social inequalities, stereotypes, assumptions, non-white genealogies of nourishment. What the hell does that even mean? And if you want to know why kids come out with useless degrees and they can't work and they can't get jobs, this is why. It's almost as if college, they don't want to teach anything that gets you a job, anything that actually requires something to, to work with your hands. It's almost like they don't want you to work, and that's why they want, they're actually pro-illegal immigration and cheap labor. It's like they're trying to make kids in America useless and obsolete to bring others in. I swear it's something like that. It's nuts. Now, uh, I have an update for you also. There's another story. 
Do you remember the superintendent in New Jersey that got caught pooping on a rival school's track? Yes. Do you remember that story? Thomas, and this 42-year-old guy, Thomas Tremaglini. He was caught peeing and pooping on another school's track. You don't do that, right? You can't you can't do that in public, like outside. You you don't poop on a on outside. You do it in the bathroom, right? Yeah, my son nods. Well, the the case just got weird. Now they caught him on on film. Like somebody was complaining, the other school was like, "We're finding human feces." Which how do you know it's human feces? Not some big animal, right? So police set up cameras and they caught this guy in the act on camera, right? Video footage. Now his lawyers are actually challenging this. They're they're literally they're challenging this. They want to see the security footage for themselves. An attorney who was asked to comment at NJ.com said, I can't see how he can't be found guilty of lewdness, presuming the video shows him committing the act. Like at some point you'd be like, if I was the lawyer for this guy, let's cut a deal. Let's stop the embarrassment. Let's cut the deal. Let's not go to trial. How can you think? What can you do? That wasn't my client. They caught him on camera. Cutting the deal. That Caught him pooping. It's exactly what they did. Apparently, the attorney for this guy in court yesterday said the footage officials released is not the entire surveillance video. It's only snippets. I don't know what, it, what else they expect to see. It's only snippets. We need more. You need more of it? What is he going to... He's like my dog. Does he walk around in a circle <laughs> finding a place? What exactly do you want? Um, one person commented, a TV commentator, a defense attorney, Remy Spencer, said challenging the authenticity is a sound way to try and defend this case. I haven't seen the video, she said, but you may have a real issue with whether you can identify the individual. It could be someone else. So I guess, is that is that what it's going to be? Someone else? Someone else? Are you kidding me right now? I will, you know what? I think it's time for a DNA test of the oh my God. offending. That's not a bad idea. What thing. if they did that? This guy, by the way, is on paid leave. 147000 bucks a year. 147000 bucks a year. You got to be kidding me. Do you want to talk now? Are you talking? What do you want to say? You want to say, what's your favorite? No, you're not going to. Oh, my. My son is all of a sudden shy. So now I know if I want him to be quiet, I take him to work. <laughs> More coming up. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNSTA. Oh, that works in the other ways as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Go station. Thousands of homes remain evacuated on Lisa Brady, Fox News. Crews in Colorado battling several wildfires, the biggest over 40 square miles. A briefing just held at the state capitol. Fox's Jeff Manasso with more live. Lisa, the 416 fire near Durango in southwestern Colorado has grown to 26,000 acres, only 15% contained, leaving thousands evacuated. To the north, near Silverthorne, Colorado, a fast-growing buffalo fire has also forced thousands more from their homes. These fires can move very, very rapidly. We know this from experience, uh, and we feel it's important to be err a little bit on the side of caution. Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper moments ago, officials in southern Utah say a fast move 
moving brush fire has also destroyed eight homes in the town of Moab amid red flag warnings, dry conditions, and gusting winds across parts of the southwest. Lisa. Jeff, the disaster agency in Guatemala just announcing it will resume the search for bodies after the volcano of fire erupted nearly two weeks ago, smothering surrounding villages in hot ash. They suspended the search for survivors three days after the eruption. More than 100 are confirmed dead, dozens more listed as missing. Building on the North Korea summit, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo now in Seoul. He'll meet with South Korea's president, Japan's foreign minister, as well as traveling to China, also meeting with U.S. military commanders. South Korea says it still needs to find out the exact meaning and intention of President Trump's announcement that he's halting military exercises. But North Korea is welcoming the move. State TV saying the president showed understanding as he agreed to something North Korea has been demanding for years. Fox's Simon Owen, both Pompeo and President Trump are emphasizing the joint exercises are suspended only as long as North Korea continues productive good faith negotiations. Fair and balanced.